Welcome to Be Alive, a podcast produced by the Diocese of St. Augustine. Join us as we listen to the voices of young people share about faith, prayer, community, and the journey to sainthood. Be engaged. Be inspired. Be empowered. Be alive. Well, hello, Liz. How are you doing today? Hi, Father. I'm doing pretty good. It's been it's been a bit of a longer day, but very productive, and that's definitely always good. Get you get you moving, get you working. And I got in a little bit of prayer time today in the church. Sometimes, as a church employee, I forget that the church is right there for some prayer. But today, I remembered, so it was a good day. That's important to remember that. Yeah. Very yeah. good. Very good. So, who do we have with us today? Today, we have Jonah Brewer on the podcast with us. We want to welcome Jonah to the show. Hi, um, I'm Jonah Brewer. I'm a, I'm a senior at Bishop Kenny High School. Uh, I'm a part of Assumptions Youth Ministry. Um, and yeah, I mean, at school, uh, I'm a part of sailing. I'm a part of the uh, Navy uh, J. Rotsi mm-hmm. program there. And um, I'm a, currently a candidate for the United States Naval Academy. So Awesome. Wonderful. That's good to see. You're talking to an army brat here. I grew up daughter of an army dad. So So we wanted to chat with you a little bit. Um, Obviously, we know this year has been tough. This year has been tough all around, but um, there's been some tough parts on faith and some blessings on faith. Um, And so we wanted to get a chance to chat with you about that. So how did... um, the pandemic, the lockdown, all those things, how did that change any aspect of how you practiced your faith? Well, uh, I mean, once we were all kind of quarantined and once COVID hit, I mean, everything just kind of turned upside down, you know, like um, before um, I, I'd like to think that like I was a, a very typical kind of Catholic high school kid. You know, I grew up go I grew up in a Catholic middle school. I go to a Catholic high school and things just kind of uh tend to fall into a very normal routine with with going to church and, you know, prayer life and stuff like that, you know, going to religion class and and everybody's kind of on board, but no one's really super active in their faith. That's kind of how I felt like I was, you know, it's very, very normal um Catholic kind of teenager. But once COVID hit, um, it kind of shook everything up mm-hmm. a little bit, okay. kind of reignited some stuff. I mean, I started, uh, we kept youth group at Assumption um, through, through Zoom calls and things. And, and, uh, and my, my home life, I never really thought of as a, um, like a, a place to express my faith. Mm-hmm. You know, I always thought, okay, church, chapel, school, whatever. Nice. And uh, it kind of brought everything into uh, it, it kind of made it a little bit more normal because it mm-hmm. brought it all kind of in, into my house. And even though I couldn't go to church, we were still doing virtual mass, but, um, uh, but just bringing the faith, uh, into my house and into, into where I was, you know, where I was living, where I was praying, where I was going to church, making it all in the same place. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely helped at the same time, even though, uh, even though I wasn't able to attend in person. Yeah. Jonah, what were some of the specific things, sort of the basics, if you will, that you were well, able to tap into? That maybe um, I, I forgot before? kind of how much I missed the Eucharist. You know, mm-hmm. you know, we say that we say the prayer at um, uh, on virtual mass and whatnot, but mm-hmm. but um, it just it wasn't necessarily the same. I didn't get the same feelings. You know, mm-hmm. I 
I um I had definitely forgotten how it is to receive uh, Jesus in, into your soul. It's just mm-hmm. uh, it, there's there's no replacing uh, doing it doing it doing the real thing. Yeah, yeah. No, I love that, and I love that you recognized in the same way that there was this challenge because we were doing everything in one space. Um, I like that you saw the blessings in that and saw that combining it onto one space helped you remember that that is a space where we should share our faith. And, and I would agree heavily that, you know, being, being kept away from the physical Eucharist definitely reminded me of the baseline of that dependency on, on, you know, being able to receive, um, and, and being able to receive that spiritual fuel for the rest of, you know, my week or my day or however often I'm able to, but yeah, I would definitely agree with that too. John, what was it like when you got a chance to finally go back and receive the Eucharist in person? Oh, it was, it was great. It was like, it was something that, you know, um, uh, you know, you don't, you don't miss something until you, you have it again. You know, you don't, you don't miss something until it's gone. Yeah. Uh, I didn't really miss going to church until I didn't have it again. I didn't really miss uh, going to physical youth group until I, until I got to, you know, until it was gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, returning to going back to church, returning to physical youth group, returning to, to school, it, it, uh, it just all kind of all the feelings, everything kind of before that I had lost, I didn't really notice I had lost all kind of came rushing back. I remember um, uh, going to youth group one of the first times and we had a, uh, uh, we had a hour of, uh, prayer in the church. And, uh, and I just remember sitting there, I had brought a notebook and, and I was just drawing stuff. I was just writing, I was just scribbling. Mm. And it was like all the feelings, everything that I was going through, I just kind of wrote down in this notebook and I read it back afterwards. And I'm like, this is, I've never written anything like this. I've never drawn anything like this. It, it was amazing. Mm. It was like, a, just a way to channel all the, all the feelings I had gone through being there physically in the church again. Uh, just uh, Eucharistic adoration for the first time again. It was, uh, it was really great. Yeah. Yeah. Father, what were some like basics of faith that priest missed? Like, what did you miss during that time? Well, we're priests for the people, Mm -hmm. you know, that was, that's part of the reason that I became a diocesan priest was because I felt called to be with the people. And then all of a sudden you can't be. Yeah. And, you know, I used to, I mean, I, I have to admit that I absolutely deplored <laughs> homiletics class when you had to preach into a camera. And, you know, there really wasn't anybody else in the room necessarily paying all that much attention to what you were saying. Yeah. They were trying to work the camera. They were doing this, <laughs> they were doing that. And then uh, that was homiletics class, not 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 my recent experience. But, <laughs> um, but when it came time to, you know, when we, when we got forced back into that situation again, mm-hmm. it was just very difficult and not being able to see the parishioners and still, you know, not being able to be with the parishioners, not being able to visit the parishioners like you'd like and, and only seeing the parishioners behind the mask for the most part. Yeah. 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 Some of the basics lost were so overwhelming to me when we got them back. I remember when I got back for the first mass where we had parishioners attending. I had a couple times where I was able to kind of sneak into a situation <laughs> um, before that. But when we first had the first mass back where parishioners were attending, um, I lead the choir and the choir was just myself and my roommate because we were reduced, you know, and 
I remember just hearing everyone say the collective prayers. I almost started crying, but I had to start singing the Gloria. And so I was like, no, Liz, stop it. You know, and then when I went up to receive communion for the first time, that was definitely, yeah, that was definitely overwhelming to return to. But those basics that we, like Jonah said, you kind of almost take them for granted. But then when you, when you miss them, you're like, wow, this is more powerful to my life than I thought it was. Yeah. Well, and that was a question that a lot of people had was, you know, what would it be like for people? Because, I mean, Jonah, you, what you're describing, you were kind of forced into a fast from the Eucharist. And we were, you know, a lot of people wondering, would, would that make people truly hunger for it more? Mm-hmm. And I guess that was your experience, right? Yes, definitely. Definitely. So once things started opening back up, and I know you said that you had an experience in Eucharistic adoration, were there other experiences that you had that were almost more powerful after that time away? Well, um, I mean, just just having a community, just the community aspect of, of religion is, is something that I, I really missed. You know, I, um, I always really enjoyed going to youth group when I could. Yeah. having a community of people that that really felt and can express in the in the same way and, and having a place where I could express without necessarily feeling uh, judged you know um yeah. and not not like I'm being judged at school or anything like that <laughs> you know but um but I really feel like I could express myself fully at, at youth group and um and and even though we had zoom meetings and things like that it just wasn't a I just didn't feel the same and uh but even even with mass, just having physical people around, just sharing, uh, just sharing in Jesus, and and having uh, youth um, that felt the same way that I that I did, I, I kind of definitely took that for granted uh, before. You know, it was always something that I had, but then when I lost it, I I definitely missed going back. Um, and when I did go back, it, it it felt right again. You know, it felt like uh, felt like my life was was whole again, even yeah. though things weren't always returning. Uh, to normal, it did take a little bit more time, but I really felt like that was a, a really good first step for me, like feel uh, feeling like I, uh, the world was becoming a little bit more normal again. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and now you've you have mass there at uh, BK that's available for the students. Uh, we don't have we don't have like a weekly mass at, at Bishop Kenny. Uh, there is, okay. uh, there, there's morning masses, uh, that you can attend. I'm not mm-hmm. really sure how that's been affected. And I know that they are, have been doing a uh, confession, uh, during some lunches. I, I think they had, they had one today actually. Um, but, but they do have a, at assumption, they do have the, the youth mass at, at five o'clock on Sunday nights with youth group following right afterwards. And, and, and the music is a little bit more, uh, modern, and it's, uh, and I just, I, know, I enjoy that a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. I think there were some, um, there were some aspects that we almost got to see the truth of in the church when we had that longing for things that were taken away from us, because I think, you know, we, we, we hear the Eucharist as a source and summit, but then we hear you know, just like Jonah was saying and and how we were relating that we almost sometimes forget to believe that, (laughs) that it is so necessary or things like, you know, confession being necessary in order to clear out cobwebs in our relationship um, between us and the Lord, um, you know, caused by our own sin. 
And yet then when you have a stretch of time where you aren't able to get to confession and you start to realize, no, I need to go. Like there's something like I need to be there. Um, it, it was almost like this chance for us to realize like, oh, all these things that we've been told. Yeah, they're true. They're real. They're true. You know, there is, there is real reasons behind these things that the church asks us to do. And it, it is for our benefit. It's not, it's not like a regime that they just need us to follow. It's, this is going to help you. This is going to move you forward in your faith life. Yeah. I was going to ask about, uh, you know, whether you, you kind of felt some level of empathy or whatever toward all the people around the world who really don't have the opportunity for other reasons and maybe on a more permanent basis to be able to go to mass and receive the Eucharist, you know, and maybe even in your history classes when you've read about, um, you know, priests that had to sneak from house to house and um, some of the places that maybe even had special hiding places for the priest if, 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 if the wrong people came to the door. Um, and, and, and in places where they just, they don't, mission territories where they don't see a priest for once a month or once even every two or three months. Um, did, you, did you feel any sort of um, connection to those folks during the lockdown? No, definitely. Um, during the lockdown, I didn't really think too much of it. But then once we got to return to school and, you know, I'm, I'm very lucky to be in school right now. There's a lot of people that are still out of school, still doing online or, or some or some combination of being online and, and going to school. I, I realized like, man, I, I have returned to some level of normalcy where I get to go to school, but there is a lot of people who don't share that privilege. There's a lot of people who, especially, I mean, in some parts of our own country still, but a lot in, you know, in other countries where it's, uh, where it's still getting pretty bad or there's second waves coming or, or something like that. Uh, and maybe even places where, um, like, yeah, like they don't have internet or they don't have computers or something to, to zoom into a, <laughs> or, or watch church on YouTube or, or zoom into a youth group. It's, uh, it's definitely uh, something very sad, you know. It's one of the big, uh, one of the big setbacks, you know, is that there's. Uh, I notice, like, uh, I've I've like heard stories about you know kids in in certain parts of the you know the country or certain parts of the world that uh, they don't have their family doesn't own a computer they can't um, they can't zoom into school they can't zoom mm-hmm. in to get their their regular education mm-hmm. and. Um, it just makes you think like, you know, if they can't do that, then like their connection with God is their connection with the church or, or, or anything like that is, is even more separated than, um, than, than we were. Yeah. When we were at home and we still had to stay home. So, uh, definitely yeah. with us with that. Well, that, that's something that we have to be sensitive to out here yeah. because it's not just certain parts of the country, but it's certain parts of our diocese. Um, yeah. that just don't, you know, if you're out in the country, they don't have the connectivity. And, you know, here they were having to, to run um, vehicles and, and hand deliver paper assignments to the different churches and collect up paper assignments from the different churches mm-hmm. um, for their students that were having to study from home because they couldn't, you know, they couldn't, they couldn't do a, a, they a, connect a, a that video way. connection. Yeah, yeah, there was, it just wasn't possible for them. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely a lot of a lot of good blessings, a lot of good um, appreciation of our blessings, definitely coming out of this for sure. So each episode, we ask our guests to issue a challenge to our audience. 
um, in conjunction with the topic we're chatting about. So do you have a challenge for our audience in returning back to the basics of our faith and how to keep that in mind or maybe challenge themselves to do it a little bit more? Yeah. Um, so like I said in, in the very beginning, um, I I considered myself, especially through high school, the end of middle school and, and still up until um, pretty fairly recently, I I always considered myself a very normal high school Catholic kid, um, just kind of going through the motions, going to church, um, doing confession when it was offered to me and stuff like that. Uh, but as we, you know, as we, we went through months and months of being separated from that, um, and maybe you still are feeling like you're just that normal high school Catholic kid, I, I really challenge all the, the people out there, um, kid or adult, you know, uh, to just stick with it, you know, keep working at it. Cause, cause one day it's going to hit you, um, how important the faith is. Uh, and, and just because you feel like you're going through the motions and, and you're not really feeling anything or, or you don't feel, you know, like of the voice of God, you know, talking to you or anything like that, that shouldn't be any reason to discourage you from continuing the faith. So my challenge to you all is just to, just to stick with it. Just, uh, just keep, just keep moving with it and it'll, uh, it'll work out eventually. It's great advice. Absolutely. Absolutely. Shall we pray, friends? All right. In the name of Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, we invite you to be with us in remembering our connection to you. Be with us in our struggles. Be with us in our times of trial. Allow us to connect to you through these basics of our faith. Allow them to continue to bear fruit in our lives and to allow us to draw closer to you. Please be with those who do not have the opportunities to experience the sacraments as we do. Please be with those who have felt distant from you during these challenging times. Mother Mary, we ask for your intercession that you show people the way closer to your son's heart. And we also offer you in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, thank you, Jonah, for joining us. I really enjoyed our conversation today. Thank you for having me. I really, uh, really enjoyed coming on. Thank you, Jonah. And we'll you. see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to Be Alive. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review wherever you are listening to help others find us or share the episode with a friend. Be sure to follow the Diocese of St. Augustine on all social media platforms to hear about the wonderful things happening in our community.